Hello. And welcome to Stephen Rowland's Beer Podcast. Episode 244. We ain't got any interesting facts nah. for that. It's not our thing. No facts, no conversation, maybe some beer. Yeah, you're just going to have like five minutes now of silence and listen to liquid move from one vessel to another. Uh. <laughs> but you're all right for you. You've got your day off tomorrow, so you can get enjoy this properly with the start of a long weekend. Mm, I won't go over the top to, tonight. <laughs> I've got stuff to do tomorrow. If I, if I go over the top tonight, the stuff that I want to get done will run over into the weekend. There is that. If you have like, a long weekend, you don't want to lose the whole yeah. long weekend. So it kind of defeats the object. Mm. I, might, I might have a beer, because it's not school night for me. But uh, uh, a beer on top of this one. Um, mm. So if you hadn't noticed, there's no Steve again. He's somewhere. Sweden, I believe. Sweden. Today. Mm. Uh, yes. So I've got Gaz, and we've got Electric Bears Howdy Ho. Howdy ho, uh, Mr. Hanky. The no, no, that's a, it's a, that's a brown ale. That's, that's a di- <laughs> <laughs> you, you took it, Mr. Hanky, in liquid form. Oh, <laughs> one too many curries there. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Cap Steve back. I don't get him to say that. Well, um. If you, is, if you don't appreciate the South Park references, there's just no hope for you. Uh, this is our second Beer Bods beer from Electric Bear. We had Persuasion, which mm. was a golden ale. We were discussing off uh, off air um, which which Bear brewery this was that we, we'd had before, because we've had multiple get, Bear, bear breweries. Yeah, but bears, I, bears seem to be the popular thing. For, for there was breweries. a description, which was nice. It was in the, in the Beer Bods, um, so well done, Matt and Gordon. As always, for the good write-up, um, it's actually built very near where the Bear Brewery used to be in Bath, um, but was destroyed by bombing in Second World War. So, electric being kind of a new here, version. If Steve was here right now, he'd make some remark about the bombing our chippies. He and would. They chippies also, and breweries. Apparently. They also bombed your breweries in the in the in the Midlands mm. uh, as well. Is Bath in the Midlands? No, nowhere near. Uh, no. It's all, it's all south to me. Uh, <laughs> Manchester is your Midlands. Everything, everything past it. Is Manchester, just Manchester is literally the border. After that, you got Cheshire and all that stuff. Just... <laughs> I don't care. He says, <laughs> not the north. Um, how, how much of the country am I just defending? Right now? <laughs> and how much do I not care? <laughs> so this is an American brown ale. Um, Malts are pale, car medium, cara blonde, chocolate, special bee, oats, torrified wheat. It's interesting. Uh, it's a, a lot of malt bill going on. Mm. So pale malt, because you normally have, like most of the malt bill will be pale malt, because that gives you a lot of sugars. Um, cara medium. Okay, so cara caramelised, kind of uh, European style malts. Not like the crystal malt you tend to get in the UK but uh, a more European style of a darker malt. Cara Blonde is not one I've come across before, presumably a very light version of that. Chocolate is a darker roasted kind of British style malt with a slightly roasty flavour, chocolatey flavour. Special beer is a debittered European one. So in theory, very chocolatey. If you use it at very large amounts, I'm it sure kind of tastes a little bit like Marmite. I'm sure we had this in a, another beer that we had a while back. Yeah, Special B is I don't think I made some joke about Special K. Mm. Uh, 
oats, which usually should give you a nice like, kind of slick body and mouth feel, and the, torrified wheat, which usually helps for head retention. Well, the oats, certainly, like this is, the mouth feel on this, I think, is lovely. I'm really, I, mm. I really, really like this. It's a, the, the textures are absolutely spot on. It's not, it's not too heavy, but it's got a really silky. It has. You get that little bit of, or I get the little bit of, uh, like metallic thing, which I think I can often get from like the dark, like the, the chocolate malt. That very dark malt gives that little bit of. I know what you mean. It's just a, it's just a little metallic bit edge. Of tang, but it's not, mm. not offensively so. Um, hops are Cascade, Chinook, and Citra. So three American. Sea hops, the kind of. I mean, it's an American brand. American yeah, band. I, I'm assuming that's uh, that, that's the American contribution. Yeah. Uh, it's brown. It's hoppy. That's kind of American brown ale. Five point one. So a nice, a, a nice sensible strength. Yeah. Pretty, pretty much hovering around your uh, sessionable level, depending on uh, how much you like a drink. Mm. I think I'm a little less taken than you are. I don't. I, it feels darker than an American brown to me. Um, I've quite enjoyed some American brown ales I've had because they've been really hoppy, but with also a bit more malt punch to it. And this this almost feels halfway between those ones I'm familiar with, and something more like a a black IPA or a port. Like the, those roast ones for me are quite. Oh no! This has got more. This has got more going punchy. on than a more going on than a porter. Yeah, I mean, more maybe in the Black IPA kind of territory for me, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can see what you mean. I still think it's tasty. Mm. Yeah, I'm not... I'm not so keen. I get quite a lot of that kind of dark chocolate thing to it that I'm not a huge fan of. That's hardly surprising, is it? That mm. You're not particularly fond of those flavours, so... And I'm not, whilst the hop's definitely there, I'm not they getting are, a lot of specific flavour out yeah, of them. It's more, uh, it's more bitterness than anything else, mm. really, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I'm not really getting like a, a punchy mm. hop flavour. Yeah. Not much in the way of aroma, even. Just have a quick sniff of the, uh, of the can, because my, mm. my glass is empty. So. I smell of my glass. It... it there's yeah, a bit there, of there's a little generic copiness, but it's yeah. You can pick out anything specific, mm. really, could you? No, um, I'll let you extricate the the lid. What do we think of the branding? Let's talk about the branding for a moment. So, should we talk about the branding? Are you, yeah. Are you going to be uh, horrible and mean? I'm always horrible and mean about branding. I think it's bright, all right, actually. I, I always say, you know, be careful when you're, uh, you know, judging things like that, you know, because... Lest you be judged. Well, yeah, give it a, tr <laughs> give it a try yourself sometime, creating a brand. You know, it's uh, surprisingly... Uh, it is not an easy thing to do. It's good to art. Yeah, I mean, their, their branding's fairly consistent from what I've seen in the past. Uh, we haven't had cans from them before. It's always been bottles. Um, but... Um, you know, they've got the they've got the little bear logo yeah. on the back. They've got the the consistent bear claw thing. Yeah, the yeah, uh, you know, big, big American boot. Uh, you know, I I I I like it. It's it's it doesn't jump out at you, but it's you know it's it's fairly nice. I quite like the fact that the um, 
the typeface, the colour on the typeface is uh, silver to match yeah. the cans, uh, so it sort of looks yeah, like Yeah, the silver definitely is a nice touch, yeah, I like cause, that. Because these are actually labels that have been stuck onto the can, yeah. it's, not, it's not printed directly I mean, this, onto the can. This so. is what you see, I think, a lot of, lot of breweries now doing, and I, I guess it's because, well, for several reasons, like, one is they want to do a lot of different stuff, so I think that, you know, they, if you're going to do lots yeah. of different things... Well, that's um, the thing, if you're doing uh, branded cans, Printed directly onto the can, you will have minimum batch sizes yeah. to deal with. Uh, whereas if you just get plain well, cans, their, one of their head brewers is formerly of Arbor, who are famously fond of brewing as many different things as they can possibly imagine. Um, so it's not surprising that uh, Electric Bear have currently done quite a few different beers. Mm. Uh, so yes, and, and stick on ones like this are much easier for that. Yeah. I've, seen some, I've seen some interesting uh, use of the stick-on labels, like uh, Northern Monk did some very cool uh, stick-on yeah, labels yeah. that you then peel the back and they yeah, had a if, load if of information inside. They were pretty the, cool. Their Patrons Project ones are, are well worth a, a great example of thinking innovatively about how to use that space. Um, and if you haven't, like they're almost worth picking up. The beers are nice, they've got some good beers in there, but I- even if you're not a fan, you should, you should definitely do it just for the what they've done there I think that's really mm. clever um, nobody else I've seen is quite elevated to that same level yet mm. um, but well, it's interesting isn't it it's interesting. Like, uh, the, the mass canning thing is still a relatively a relatively new thing I mean it's only a couple of years really people have been yeah. doing it so to see how people approach it uh, you know I'm interested and yeah I mean I've, I've heard some talk as well about this kind of idea of it being uh, shout out to the opinions guys for some interesting point which is that you've got that space that you don't you maybe have a bit more space than you do when it's a bottle mm. um, bottles tend to have very fairly minimal kind of smallish labels and you end up with quite a big space on the can um, yeah you tend to I mean even a full wrap around you're going to have less space to play yeah. with this because the diameter's a little yeah. bit yeah so you, know, you do get quite a lot of space to play with um and it's been interesting to see some people starting to exploit that, particularly if you've got the taller cans that are, are more popular these days. That's the thing, isn't it? Like in a, and we're, we're in an increasingly uh, competitive market. So, you know, making yourself noticed and getting mm. yourself to stand out from, on the shelf, you know? Well, my, my question is, I, I, I think cans, at the moment, they stand out on the shelf, and they're definitely being used as things stand out on the shelf. But when we get to a point, and we might, yeah, we might get to this point, where... 90% of a good bottle shop is canned stuff mm. is it the bottles that you're going to be looking at and going oh my eyes drawn to those because they're not cans are we still kind of I think now I would say in, certainly when I go to like Otter's Tears or somewhere for my bottles or cans I guess a good quarter to a third of cans now I mean that's the th- that's, that's the possibly thing, growing that's, in number that's a thing that's been even when everyone's using bottles it's always been a thing like people using uh, you know fancy yeah. fancy types of glass you know unusually um, shaped ones yeah, or like that's unusually the, coloured yeah. big ones you know the different like, try, try, using any in all means to try and catch your attention like everyone went there was a thing wasn't there in the late 90s uh, for you know in popular culture anyway you know everyone went mad for Grolsch because mm, yeah, they the had because of the swing top thing. Yeah. I remember people. It was a thing you used to. They used to break off the uh, the caps and have wear them on their shoelaces on their shoes. <laughs> I missed that uh, one. <laughs> yeah, these were these were these were trendy people. So uh, we don't know much more about it beyond that. <coughs> <Kicks>. um, <clears throat> well, the 
One of the ones I quite like, and I might, this will divide some opinions, is uh, De Molen have got their cans, but they're thin cans. So they're quite tall, but they're smaller diameters. So they're 330, but tall and, okay. tall and thin, um, which make them look a little bit like the, like the soft drinks cans kind of things. There was a certain, a few soft drinks used that kind of format, I think. Am I right in thinking Demolin, that they've just always had the, the black and white labels, yeah. haven't they? I mean, Demolin's la- the label 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 have been just... very, very uh, sparse. <laughs> yeah, it is. I, like, I really like it. I think it just stands out on the shelf. Um, but I am also willfully weird in, in my preferences, so it might be that I'm exactly the kind of person that, that yeah. appeals to. You heard it here, folks. He finally admitted it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's drink up uh, and get on with this, this yeah. rating. Uh, so, I, I quite like it. Um, it's, a, it's a lovely... It, the textures in the beer, I think, are really lovely. I, I agree with what you said, that the hops don't really shine through, which I suppose is, you know, given the, the hot bill, you maybe expect a bit more. Um, but I mean, I've enjoyed it. Uh, I'm going to give that a 7. Yeah, I think the... As we've been wittering on about other things, cans and the like, um, I actually enjoy it a little bit more as it's warmed up. Uh, it's not warmed up a huge amount because it's still blooming freezing in here, but it has... No, it's certainly warmer than it, it was, and it is... I think those malts have opened up a little bit, which I do do like them now more than I was when I first started into mm. it. Um, I do think the hops are a little flat... Um, Maybe just a little lost in there, aren't they, more than anything? Mm. Yeah. It's not bad. I just don't find it particularly standout either. Um, so I think I'm going to go with 7 too. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I... It's fair, isn't it? It's not, it's not a bad beer, is it? It's just, you know... Well, the, the terrifying thing, if you're going to get into beer... If you want to start out as a brewery these days... The scary thing is, it's not enough just to do nice beer, because... Again, increasingly crowded marketplace, yeah, how do you so, make yourself stand out? There's so much, so much beer that you can go into and somewhere and pick it up, and it's nice. It's not bad, it's not badly brewed, there's nothing wrong with it, it's a reasonably good idea, it's just not amazing, and most of us have got a limit to how much we can drink, eventually, so... We can't buy everything that's nice. We're, we're increasingly limiting ourselves to just the really good stuff. I think with stuff like that, though, like the approach I would take if uh, someone was wanting to get into to good beer is I'd suggest to someone, try something local. Find a few few yeah. local breweries to you. Because now there is, we are at the point where pretty much everyone's got a local well, brewery and, or two. And this is the answer. I guess if I was in Bath and you said to me, would you, would you go and have some more electric bear beers... Yeah, I probably would, because they'd be local, and I might well have them on if I was in a pub where they were on, and, and that kind of thing. As somebody from Staffordshire, will I go and have more of these? Probably not. And it isn't a damning indictment of them, it's just that there are lots and lots of other people yeah, that are. I think are more exciting you're, for me. You're spoiled for choice. But yeah, 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 absolutely. Try, try something... Try something uh, local, see what your, your local area has to offer, and then... You know, branch out, broaden out, get a subscription. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think on that note, we should um, we should finish up here. Drink and then drink a shut up. Yeah. We're done.